Founded in 2013, they are a privacy-friendly alternative to Google Analytics, currently doing, call it $360,000 per month in revenue, about 200 customers paying between $1,500 and $2,000 per month. Uh, they've done this by raising just $2 million in capital. They're currently burning about $120,000 per month, but they make up that loss with revenues from a different company, which is their agency that is fueling the growth of this tech company, which is very exciting. 105 people exclusively on the tech team, of which 40 are engineers. Years, eight are quota carrying sales reps, economics, unit economics on this side of the business, 98% net revenue retention, spending seven to ten thousand dollars to get a new customer for a five to eight month payback period. Nathan Latka here, guys. And if you're enjoying the podcast, remember there's a premium version with even more. You get early access to episodes. So you would have heard this almost four weeks ago. There's 1,500 searchable transcripts by data points like revenue greater than a million or located in the United States or bootstrap SaaS companies only. If you want to help out right now, head to gitlatka.com or check out the show notes for a link. Your support also helps us to continue to produce high quality shows in the future. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Maciek Zawajinski. He is the CEO of Piwik Pro and ClearCode, analytics and advertising technology expert, entrepreneur, and startup founder. Maciek, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for having me. You bet. So privacy-friendly alternative to Google Analytics, Piwik, P-I-W-I-K dot P-R-O. Tell us how a customer is using you and how do you charge for the product? Sure, sure. So we are uh, a privacy-friendly alternative to Google Analytics, and uh, we uh, we charge twenty. Like our average subscription is twenty to fifty k uh, a year. It's a yearly subscription. Uh, we host software either in uh, cloud or private cloud or on premise. Okay. So just to be clear, if you look at all your customers right now, divided by your total. Your current revenue—they're paying on average, you know, two thousand dollars a month, something like that. Um, it will be uh, the average on the full portfolio will be probably uh, a bit less than that, but definitely that's true for the last uh, twelve months of subscription. Okay, so more, maybe more like fifteen hundred across your entire customer base. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay. And now you told us on the last episode, which was episode eight seventeen back in October of twenty eighteen. It's been a while, man. I'm glad to see you again. But uh, you said uh, the company you founded in twenty thirteen. You were serving back then about 400 customers. How many are you serving today? So uh, that's actually interesting because we serve, despite our revenue grow, grew, uh, we serve less customers. So we have around 200 customers right now. Uh, but since we spoke last time, we closed our uh, offering for the small business clients and we, we focus entirely on the uh, mid-market and corporate clients. Okay, so what have you grown revenue to? Um, so we we are over four million annual recurring revenue, uh, which uh, basically should add up with this two, over two hundred clients uh, times the average subscription that you mentioned. Yeah. So now, last time you came on, you told me you were doing about three hundred thousand dollars per month, which would be about three point six million annually. Now it sounds like you're right around kind of maybe four million annually. So um, that's you know that's okay growth, but certainly not growth that you'd expect from someone that's raised. You raised two million dollars back then. Why hasn't growth been faster? So uh, the, this uh, last round uh, was mainly dedicated, uh, was partly dedicated to also buy out uh, one of our uh, former sh- shareholders and founders that was uh, that is no longer in the company. Um, so we self-financed the growth uh, till today, uh, pretty much like also two million over like uh, six years isn't isn't that much uh, of the the capital rise. 
And we actually didn't uh, grow that much, but our portfolio of the clients has has changed. Plus, we uh, when we started uh, the company, we started as a, a subscription service based also on the open source product PWIC, which is now called Matomo. And in the meantime, we developed a, a new product, uh, which is a totally proprietary platform developed from scratch on the newer technology. And we were over this last two years, we were also uh, working on migrating these customers from the legacy product to the new product. So uh, when you look at the last two years, we were uh, maybe having like 10% or so revenue from the uh, from the new product. Um, and the rest was legacy two years ago. And now the product is much more mature and we have uh, over two thirds of the customers and revenue uh, going from the new product. And that's a, a, a quite big achievement because if you look at the growth of the monthly recurring revenue from the new product, it, it, it's actually like, you know, uh, it, it went from like 10K to over 200, uh, 200K. Mm-hmm. So what do you think you'll finish 2020 with in terms of MRR? Um, uh, we, sh- we should finish somewhere around 450, 470k. Now that we we see that like our growth uh, started, we started growing again somewhere around like mid last year. So we had uh, last uh, two quarters of the 2019 uh, that uh, went very well. We are on target for Q1 this year. So it looks like this growth is sustainable. And uh, we'll see how it goes with the, everything that is going on with uh, coronavirus. But uh, I think we are on the good way to, to actually uh, make, uh, make the targets uh, this year. And so how much of that $2 million you raised previously actually left the company immediately to pay out? I guess it sounds like an old founder. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that was... Uh, so that was, that was a, a bit more complicated because we also own the uh, software business part. Uh, so, so software services that doesn't count towards the the, the revenue. Yep, yes, so that so that uh, there was a the round was uh, bigger than two million because there there was the uh, what was the total round size? Buyout. So so the total the total was uh, over uh, four million out of two million more than two millions went to buy out the the existing I see. Uh, shareholder. Okay, and have you raised any additional capital since then? No, no, because we we self finance everything that we. Okay. That so we you're do. profitable today. Um. So we are not profitable in the product business, but we have the services arm, uh, which is a software development focused on the uh, marketing technology called ClearCode, which is the uh, our uh, let's say uh, sister company. And we everything that we uh, make from the uh, software uh, development services, we reinvest in the product. So, Machik, so though, just to, just to be clear, because I don't want there to be any confusion, uh, the, the current $360,000 you're doing per month right now, that's pure technology, correct? Pure product uh, uh, revenue. No agency. No agency at all. How much agency do you do per month, agency revenue? Uh, it makes uh, somewhere around 400 to 500 depending on the month. Okay, so you'll then plow that money back into the tech product. Yeah, I mean, of course, like the profit out of that. Uh, so yeah. we, maybe to give you a, a better sense of that. So we burned last year 1.7 million uh, US dollars. Yep, and how uh, much are you burning per month today? The profit from the company, uh, from the services company. Yep, how much did you burn last month? Uh, last month, 120-ish. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. And and how, so 120,000 net burn, which again, you make up from, from the agency revenue. What is the mechanism that allows you to take cash from the agency and put it in the business? Are you essentially investing in yourself there or how does it actually work? Uh, it's a, a, a holding component. So we we have the same uh, shareholders in, on the, in the holding component so we can move the money around uh, pretty efficiently without conflict of interest. I see. How many folks are on the team today? Just the tech side. Just the tech side is 105 people. Okay, still about still 105. That's what it was. That's what it was last time you came on. You're consistent. It also changed a bit, like uh, structure wise. So we invested a lot in the, for example, customer success teams and uh, more like consultancy teams. Um, so the the mix is a bit maybe different. Uh, we do things more efficiently on the technology side, but we are still around the same size when it comes to the headcount. And as a company, we think that we will stay this size. We we, we have pretty much all the roles that we need. Uh, so uh, except for natural attrition, we'll, we'll stay the, the same size and we, we plan to grow. Like We should be able to triple the business without uh, growing much the team. Of the 105, how many are engineers? Uh, there is around 40. And how many are quota carrying sales reps? Um, quotas carrying sales reps will be around eight. Eight. Okay. Seven, interesting. Eight, yeah. Now has your, has your churn profile changed? So what's gross revenue churn on the tech product these days? Yeah. So that's actually thing that has changed a lot because we, uh, managed finally to make upsells to work. Uh, so we have last year we had 97% uh, revenue retention, net or gross, uh, which is, uh, which is, I think quite good net or gross. Uh, so it's, uh, I'm not sure if I understood the correct. So but before, it's like, uh, before you add back expansion revenue, mm-hmm. right? What was gross revenue churn? Okay. So before we added expansion, there was like 20 something uh, okay. percent, so 22%. And we had around, uh, we made up this uh, 19% or so with the, with the upsells. Yeah. So 20% lost rev from the core that was active exactly a year ago, 20% yeah. of the revenue churn, but you upsold 17% or 18. Yeah. So net revenue retention is about 98%. Yeah, exactly. I see. And are you still, I mean, what's CAC today to get these new higher value customers? What are you spending to acquire them? Um, so, uh, from the marketing, uh, spending itself, uh, it's around $7,000 uh, per customer. Um, and, uh, on top of that, uh, we'd have to add some sales, uh, expenses because sometimes it's partner trade, tra- uh, sales, sometimes it's inbound, etc. What kickback do you pay your partners? Uh, for partners, we pay anywhere from 10% to, uh, 25%. Uh, but it's worth to mention that uh, we do still around 85%, 90% from our own channels, mainly inbound. Yep. And now do you pay those partners 10 to 25% uh, affiliate fee in perpetuity or only for the first year or something else? Uh, it uh, depends on the relationship because we, we do business with uh, several agencies. And in case they hold the billing relationship with the customer, it's in perpetuity. In case they just bring customer and the customer signs the contract directly with us, it's only for the first year. Interesting. And which agency? Can you name the agency that, that is most effective for you, brings you the most traffic? Mm-hmm. So actually, the, the largest partners, because this partner program, I think we talked about this uh, when we when we spoke last time, we were just starting that. So 
The largest partners haven't brought yet big deals, but there are some in the pipeline. So the, the partners that worked out really well were uh, smaller, uh, smaller partners. And we have agency, for example, in Denmark called Abstract, or we have a partner in, um, in Netherlands that's called Candid Group. So, so not a big name. Uh, but what we saw is these smaller partners are much more engaged and uh, and they bring actual deals. We yeah. have another partner in Spain that is specializing in government deals, which is one of our biggest sectors. And uh, there are like, you know, in the last month, I think there are three new topics with them that we are discussing. So. Very good. Would you ever, instead of continuing to fund the $120,000 a month losses in the technology side with market, you know, your agency revenue, would you ever consider raising debt in the technology business and using someone else's money to pay off that burn to drive growth? Um, so we uh, we are considering splitting the companies altogether. In that case, we will uh, we'll probably think about rising debt. Uh, but it's still something that we are going back and forth. We, we are ver- in a very comfortable position uh, that we have uh, almost no debt uh, in, the, in the holding company. And, uh, and we are break even at the holding company level. Yep. So uh, that gives like, you, know, you much more security than having a debt piling up and you need to grow faster and then raise more money and so on. So we, 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 we took us this more sustainable uh, uh, approach, which if the recession will come, probably will be the the, the right decision uh, to have. Yep. Very good. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Um, so I don't have any specific business books except some like, you know, all classics like uh, Scaling Up or Good to Great. Uh, but I, I, I really like uh, books that tell the story. And I think the last one I I, uh, I read that I really liked was about Pixar to Pixar and beyond. And uh, yeah, I would recommend anyone who haven't read it to, to take a look. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I'm not following too many CEOs, but I have couple like uh, in a couple people known in the SaaS industry that I really like. Just li- name really one. Like. Um, so Christoph Jans from point nine capital. Yep. Number, uh, three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Uh, LinkedIn. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven, eight hours. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Um, single. Okay. No kids running around. No kids around. All right. Uh, how, two cats. <laughs> no. How old are you? Um, I'm uh, 34 right now. 34. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew much? I would say don't stress out too much. Like some things take will definitely take much more time than you would expect. Yep. Guys, there you have it. Founded in 2013. They are a privacy-friendly alternative to Google Analytics. Currently doing caught $360,000 per month in revenue. About 200 customers paying between $1,500 and $2,000 per month. Uh, they've done this by raising just $2 million in capital. They're currently burning about $120,000 per month, but they make up that loss with revenues from a different company, which is their agency that is fueling the growth of this tech company, which is very exciting. 105 people exclusively on the tech team of which 40 are engineers, eight are quota carrying sales reps, economics, unit economics on this side of the business, 98% net revenue retention, spending seven to $10,000 to get a new customer for a five to eight month payback period. Machek, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks.